Hello, mortals of Universe 7. <clears throat> I'm Mysterious Jackson from the Mysterious Jackson Show. And what I'm going to talk about today is the Oscars incident with Christopher Rock and Willard Smith. And what actually happened and the truth behind it. And what led to the infamous slap by Will Smith done to Chris Rock. Okay. So it starts off he's making a reference to uh, G.I. Jane 2 and he says I'd love to see it but he starts off by saying Jada Pickett I love you G.I. Jane 2 I'd love to see it and you see in the crowd Willard is laughing but due to the fact that his wife Jada rolled her eyes and she wasn't happy about it he felt as a man he should defend his wife on the other hand I get that you want to defend your wife but he wasn't making fun of her hair condition. She has something called alopecia and I don't think Christopher knew about that incident. At first I thought that originally But at the same time, you gotta think, he's a comedian. He's been using jokes about them for his uh, comedies for the past couple years now. And it wasn't nothing disrespectful, it was out of banter, friendly banter. But Christopher didn't know about her um, condition. But due to the fact that he felt offended, he felt he needed to do something about it. And what was done, I get it. And in a sense, given the situation and how it was presented, I would have did the same thing too. But, you gotta understand. I don't think this is like a big deal where you have to essentially take away his Oscar just because he did that. I mean, nobody says he was going to take away the um Oscar after he won it. I mean, he finally got an Oscar for that uh, Richard character that he did. And I'm, I'm proud of him. But see, here's the thing. 
when certain individuals in the media, when they have a story, they like to run with it. And they like to make a mountain out of a molehill that don't need to be. And and I'm also proud of Chris on how he handled the situation. Because honestly, I thought he was going to um, go on a tangent and tirade and just go off. And he handled that professionally and continued on like nothing happened. And most people don't do that. And I also am proud of him because he felt that it was an incident that didn't need charges pressed on. And then that just goes to show you how big and mature he is. Because Chris, he could have did that. But he didn't. And he did a well-deserving job for holding it together and handling what he needed to do. And, and you gotta think, it's a list of emotions. And he don't want to feel weak, powerless, or be rendered useless. And that's why he slapped Chris in the face and said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Because he thought he was disrespecting his wife. But that wasn't easy. And let's be real, I mean, this has been talked about all over the internet. I'm not the first one to talk about it. Hell, even the WWE made a reference to it twice in NXT last night. That's how I found out about it, because when it was live, and I tried to be up about it, um... It wasn't on the internet right away. Like it was blocked, and anybody that talked about it at that time would get their uh, channel blocked and taken down. So that's why I didn't talk about it on YouTube or on TikTok because they would have uh, taken some parts of my social media down, and I couldn't risk that. And due to that fact, I didn't have all the information. So, I'm the type of person, if I don't have all the information, I don't like to, you know, speculate or guess. Because that can lead to false information. And, as somebody... That doing a podcast I don't like to you know really talk about things to get views or that's because we're in I'm the type of person who loves to give information the correct and accurate information so it can be legit I don't do things just to get views I don't do things just to get likes. I do it because I love doing it. I feel this is one of my many purposes of being on this earth. 
But I digress. I don't think this warrants any backlash that he has given. And it's not really something that needs to be warrant any stress or oh no he needs to get his Oscar taken away I mean like the media likes to blow things out of proportion and report the bad because that's what's gonna get the most views that's what's gonna get the most ratings and attention like things that are good aren't really gonna um sell well it'll be about for like two weeks or a couple days and then they're like oh that didn't work um let's talk about the bad and then once they start talking about the bad the ratings go up and that's sad because as anybody that's a journalist it makes them look bad as like they're trying to get views or get the show popping or get money because they feel that's the only way to get up in the ratings and that's bullshit to me because a true journalist wouldn't have to resort to that a true journalist would look at it on both sides and try to understand it and try to get the size of both individuals involved and that's how you should do it I didn't initially want to talk about it because I didn't want to be a part of the you know demographics of people that's talking about it just to get listeners because that's not what I do but I had to talk about it because there was a lot of misinformation about what really led up to it. He was already going through something. He was scared. And he felt that he needed to splash this because when Jada rolled her eyes, she felt disrespected. So he was like, oh, that's my wife still. Let me be a man and handle that. So in a way, I, I get that. But at the same time, it could have been handled better. You could have pulled him aside and said, hey, I didn't like the fact that you, you know, you disrespected my wife. Um, thought we was cool. You know, you're better than that, Chris. I know you're comedian. You like to um, make jokes. And it's cool. But you don't have to, you know, make jokes about my wife, especially if I'm not comfortable. But should he be um, apprehended for that? I don't think so. And I hear talk about people that's a part of the show and part of the production company is looking into a thorough investigation on the incident that occurred. There's no need for that. There really is no need for that. 
I mean, yeah, act like he's the only person that done something disrespectful to another individual. Like, there are plenty of other individuals that did something disrespectful, but none of them received the backlash that uh, Will is receiving. And when he won the award, he was praying to deserve because, you know, he finally got the award and after getting snubbed. And then he did apologize to the Academy and um, the people that was nominated to get an Oscar. And people were like, oh, he's just faking that. He don't really mean it. Like, oh, he should get his Oscar taken away. For what? Just because he slapped another black man? Like, come on. Like, he, he didn't kill anybody. He didn't rape anybody. And then it's not like, uh... He out of jail raping uh, 14 year olds like R. Kelly did. Like, Will Smith slapped another black man. Y'all want to take his award away. But, R. Kelly rapes another 15 and 14 year old. Y'all want to brush that on the rug. Oh, that's just R. Kelly. That's what he does. No, you're enabling him. But you want to apprehend and basically banish somebody for a slap. Like, his award didn't get taken away, but like, people were talking about we're gonna have him investigated, make sure he doesn't um, win another Oscar again for this because it's ruining the actor's reputation. the Oscars reputation isn't already good. Will Smith didn't do that. It's the poor reputation of the Oscars that ruined it years ago. And the one time, the one time I didn't see the Oscars, something spicy happens and Chris gets slapped for nothing. And you guys wanna, uh, Make a mountain out of a molehill? Get the fuck out of here. That is not necessary. It's not needed and it's not wanted. And it's not warranted. And to me, it's irrelevant to take away somebody's Oscar here. Or, I'm sorry, investigate into taking someone's Oscar away after he rightfully earned it for the role of um, Richard Williams. Like, I'm proud of Will. He finally got his Oscar. All the other good movies he did, Men in Black, Wild Wild West, um, Seven Pounds, Hancock, iRobot, Bad Boys, 
Legend, and many other movies that he deserved to get an Oscar, and then he didn't. And now that he finally got one, and just because he slapped another fellow comedian, uh, you want to uh, ruin somebody's career over this? No. And then everybody in the media is like, oh, see someone like Will Smith so beloved act like that. It's so appalling. My stomach hurts. It, it was like a gut wrenching. It made me sick in my stomach. I wanted to puke. Will shouldn't be in the Oscars anymore. Like, what the hell? I can see if he raped somebody. I can even see if he killed somebody. But over a damn slap? Fuck out of here, man. What the actual, all capital letters, fucking hell? Like, it's things like this media-wise that pissed me off because they pick one insignificant thing to pick on a black man about. And all these other YouTubers are making jokes about it. Hell, it's already got a, a sound effect for it on TikTok. And I'm like, really? Really? people are dancing to it and it's like that's not necessary that isn't necessary and I personally feel that it shouldn't be stressed over and made out of a molehill and just be like oh Will Smith should be banned from the Oscars. He should never come back again. Blah, 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 blah. Da, 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 da. That's not necessary. What's necessary is that he atoned for what he did. He apologized. And then eventually things will get back to order. Time heals all wounds, right? But you gotta um, commend for holding it together and continue on with the Oscars like nothing happened and um, being the bigger man and not pursuing charges and suing it because there is no logical or real reason for Chris to do that I know there's some people that say um, Chris should have sued him because that was the Oscars is like one of the biggest things on the stage. But like I could see if he uh, punched him in the face and knocked him down and was kicking his ass, then I would understand. But over a slap, that's not worth suing somebody. Like. They're both grown men, and like Chris stated, he won't be pursuing charges in time he'll talk about it. Like, 
because he didn't know that um, Jada had uh, alopecia. He didn't know that. He just thought, you know, he was making a fashion statement, and you know, Chris Rock made Chris Rock. He um, made jokes about it because that's what he does best. Granted, I didn't always like the jokes that he made about whoever. I don't always like the jokes that he make about Michael and Janet and whoever. But I matured and I try not to get too mad at him because that's what he does. He's a sneaky bastard, but he's he's a cool guy at the same time. He's funny as hell. Trust me, I got down to earth. I used to watch it every day. Everybody Hates Chris was a decent show. Like, it's nothing that <clears throat> needs to be blown over, like, or blown up. Just read between the lines and figure it out. Like, use your judgment. Once you read between the lines and see what happens, then you understand. But this is not something that needs to be, you know, made out of a mountain. Like, come on. And all the journalists out there, even if it's a slow news day, don't pick up one little thing and just milk it 50 or 100 times just because it's a slow day at the office and you need a story to sell to get your listeners and viewers in place for market researchers. Like, that that's not needed. But, enough about that. But, I'm gonna talk about, also, now that I have <clears throat> the accurate information on it, Dragon Ball Super, Superhero, the movie that's about Gohan, <clears throat> is getting delayed due to <clears throat> somebody at Toy Animation, preferably in Japan, hacked their firewall and um, allegedly got the uh, script leak and is leaking the um, movie without um, Toei Animation's consent. And that's something you should never do. So, due to that, it will be a, a slight delay. Nothing is confirmed when it's coming out. I mean, it's still scheduled to come out in April in Japan, but sometime in the summer, it's supposed to be coming out. I'm looking forward to this um, Dragon Ball um, super superhero movie, but um, I don't think you know this is something to worry about because 
things like this happen all the time, right? Somebody is getting a little too patient. I mean, impatient, rather. And they are refusing to wait for the movie because it's been a while since, you know, Gohan has been talked about in this life. He hasn't had a big role since the, um, Cell Saga in the Majin Buu Saga when he, um, got his potential unleashed with, uh, the Elder Kai. And I get it. But as a business, you cannot allow your emotions to get in the way just because you want something to come out and you guys need to have a good firewall to have your stuff protected so something like this doesn't happen and while on the subject I pretty much called it Xenoverse 2 may be getting some DLC involving Cell and Gohan due to the fact that you know Cell is Gohan's biggest enemy and biggest opponent like it would only make sense for them to have a DLC but here's the thing if that's the case Impact Hotel will finally be coming to the game. Based on what has been reported on and what I gathered from it, it seems to be that way. But like I said, nothing is confirmed, but there is some subtle hints that, you know, where it seems most likely. Because they're going to have something related to the movie along with in relation to Gohan and who was Gohan's biggest enemy Cell and if Imperfect Cell is coming to the game I would hope so but if he is coming to the game it would make sense just to complete the character and they have a variety of moves they could give him because, to be honest, the fact that three cells is in the game, but not imperfect cell, the transformations aren't in order. So, with imperfect cell not being in the game, it feels incomplete. Even though the roster is pretty full, the game can still feel incomplete because... They have the first form to a lot of characters, but then they skip right to the, the final form, or the the best form. Which I get, and that's good, because a lot of people are probably going to use the perfect form anyway, so that's why they did that. But, like I said, the game feels incomplete without all the forms being there. Like, for instance... Bodak feels incomplete. Um, Frieza feels incomplete. Majin Buu, when he's in super form, feels incomplete because they have 
Super Bowl in his in his base form after he um ate the fat one because his base form is when he's great and that Majin Buu isn't in the game yet. I mean, that boom barely makes an appearance. I mean, he, the only games he's really been in is the, um, the Tenkaichi series. Tenkaichi 1, 2, and 3, and that was it. He hasn't made a return since. But in all the other games that uh, Super Bowl has been in, that didn't matter because they had all the um, other boos after that. They had Super Bowl when he um, ate fat boo, and then they had boo when he absorbed Gotenks, and then boo when he absorbed Gohan. It didn't matter that they didn't have um, boo when he absorbed Piccolo because that boo didn't do a lot. When he absorbed Piccolo, he didn't do a lot of moves. So we don't always know what he can do and what he can't because he didn't display a lot of moves. So there's a reason why they skip certain transformations on characters. But when a game like Xenoverse basically gets its money off of fan service and using duplicates of the same character but just different variations of the same character with different movesets that's what helped Xenoverse sells and whether you like it or not Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 is the most popular the most played and it's making it make money because there's a lot of stuff that um Xenoverse 2 has that the first one just doesn't like the first one doesn't have a stamina break you can run out of stamina but you don't have the stamina break where you can uh hold triangle and or um break someone's stamina with the um Stamina punch, as I call it. So, am I wrong to assume that Imperfect Cell, the second form cell, might be coming to the game? Not in this case, because there was a lot of evidence that confirms it. I mean, because you, it was in the data files. The data files have a lot of unreleased characters that didn't make the game yet. That might make the game at a later date. Because I think what they're trying to do is get all what they need out of Xenoverse 2 and then when they're done with Xenoverse 2 and release everything that they could, then they might make Xenoverse 3. And let me tell you why this is both a bad and good strategy. Let's start off with the good. It's good because the more content you release in a game, it goes back to what I said on Instagram Live. The more content you have, 
and you add to the game, it makes the game more fresh and flushed out. And it refreshes the game and invests new um, players and new people to the game and it makes you notice the differences versus when you first played it like five years ago because Zooverse has been up for five years it's about to be six years since um Zooverse has been out and how I found out about it, I'd never seen a commercial for it until a couple um, months later after I did did my audition for Kakarot and all those other characters. Because before they gave it to, um, back to Sean Shimmel, I was originally going to be Goku. But due to the fact that they wanted to keep it consistent with, you know, the Funimation does, they gave it back to the... Um, cast that originally played the characters in, which I understand it, but granted, I was disappointed that I wouldn't be used because, in hindsight, you might be thinking it was a waste for me to do that, but it wasn't because it was just an honor to be chosen to work on that game, and being that, you know, I got a chance to do that, I'm proud, and like, that was my most proudest achievement and that can't be taken away from me. I got to play an iconic character that I loved and grew up on. Hell, my cousin used to call me Kakar and he's saying name. So, there's that and I it was just added on to my um, accolades of achievements that I did. And, um, It's not easy to do. I mean, because not too many people can achieve what I've achieved or what you, as a listener, might have achieved. And who will achieve something. So, if you take nothing from this, don't believe everything you see until you read between the lines or hear the individuals involved and until they themselves give you information or people that interview them give you the um, information about it don't read or believe everything you hear And just take everything with a grain of salt until you know the facts. Well, and I'm Mysterious Jackson. And this has been the Mysterious Jackson Show. And like I always say, Always remember, stay tuned, and you don't want to miss out, because you never know what could happen or who could be on the show.
They've always remembered to take care of our earth because this is our universal. Okay. I'm James Jackson. And I'm signing off. Love you guys. See ya. Stay tuned for my um, audio wrestling documentary that I have coming up soon. It's not only about the WWF slash WWE or AEW, it's also about into video games and what caused them to be in the state that they're in now. I look forward to doing that, and I hope you uh, are around to listen to that, because I'm pretty sure there's some wrestling fans out there, and they want to know. So, until we meet again, I'm Mr. Jackson, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye!
Again, I'm so sick of pooping and shitting. This is annoying. I should be able to sit down and do the podcast instead of doing what I have to do. Same. 